three, two, one. Um, welcome everyone. Today's another day. Hello. We're doing another session. Ali and I, you know the go. Got another guest here today. Yeah. Um, very thankful for this guy actually. Uh, he's he's a man of many talents and skills. Thank you. Thank um, you. His journey, his story is quite unique. Mm. Um, so that's so, sort of what we'll be diving in today. I'd like to introduce everyone to Kim. Kim DeLeon, he goes by. Uh, welcome. welcome, Kim. Thanks nice to have you on. Thanks for having me. It's um, it's good to be here. Actually, like I said earlier, this is my first podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, today is all about you, bro. Today is all about you. Keen, keen, keen. To um, tell everybody about what's going on. Yeah, man. So I guess we'll start from, um, obviously, um, who are you? Like, who are you? Who was that guy? Do? Like, if I was in, I don't actually really know you. So yeah. you know. Well, Jonah didn't know me until yeah, um, like last <laughs> week. Very, very recently, <laughs> yeah. but. Yeah, man, like, let's take us back. If we were in high school, who would who would Kim be if I was in your class, bro? Are you, like, the guy that's a joker? Like, you know what I mean? I, I think I was a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like to be the joker. Yeah. That was that was me throughout high school. And yeah. But being the nice guy, I think, yep. was, was me, nice the nice guy joker. Like, yeah, I'll, have, yeah. I'll have a joke, but I won't. You won't, have won't, a crack at someone. I'll have a crack them, at someone, like, have a laugh, but then, like, you know, I'll always stick up for, like, the, the bullied kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, 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 I, I might be the bully sometimes, <laughs> but, like... I think, I think we're always like that. I don't yeah. know if it's a guy thing, but yeah, I can totally agree. Um, so yeah, I guess let's rewind, bro. Let's fucking rewind. How far back do you want to go? Oh man, let's start from year, when you're born. Year tw- <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna no. be here for a while. Um, so I, I guess start we'll, from year twelve. Yeah, start from year twelve. Like what? I'll, I'll go from year ten. I think okay, that's sure. that's oh, when. Oh, that I, okay, I, I think that's, I think that's where things were becoming like this is what I want to do in the future. Sure. Um, I'll go back to year 10. So I, I went to St. Agnes, yep. um, which ended in year 10. Yep. And then you obviously moved to Loyola, St. Mary's yep. and stuff like that. And um, I just wanted to, I was always in music. Um, yep. I was learning guitar at like eight, nine years old. Yep. So I was always like that. And I never, um, I was never smart. I was right. your, your C average student. Okay. So it's like, it's, yeah. it, I passed. Yeah. So I was like, I needed another outlet to yep. kind of get me over the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So music it was. So, um, the fortunate thing about um, going to St. Agnes is it's multicultural and everyone mm-hmm. loves music. So I always get that guy always brought a guitar. Yeah. So I did that and then loved the music class. I was yep. always in electives for year nine and 10. And then um, I moved on to year 11 and I didn't really want to go to the local ones. Yeah. There's nothing personal. I was like, I, I wanted to do try something different. So yep. I moved to Nepean, which is in Emu Plains, yep. where mm-hmm. I knew zero people at that school. Right. Like not one soul. Dang. Mm. Yeah. So that was for me was a challenge um, going from new school, obviously being with the guys from St. Agnes since I was like in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, moved on to that. And then year 11 and 12, I was heavily focused in music because it was a performing arts school. Yep. Um, got into that, um, fell in love with like sound engineering and audio and stuff. So yep. um, recording stuff and producing things, is, is that where, that was where it started. And um, yeah, everything started there, but and then year 12 came and then music came and that's when you like kind of talk about where you want to be in the future yeah. there's hsc talks and atars and and stuff like oh, that yeah, yeah, gonna so, it, bro, yeah. yeah when you th- thought it was the end of the world yeah hard yeah, yeah so they did I a mean, good job scaring us by the way yeah, yeah, oh, for, yeah sure, for sure but i was yeah. like i was like man if i don't get over like 60 70 i'm gonna <laughs> like be picking up rubbish off the street hard out for, right. for a job you guys thought that yeah i was I just, just gonna drop kick that. i just knew that i was gonna be like, accepted it huh yeah yeah good i think i think yeah getting into uni was like a big scare like yeah what if i don't get in like there's yeah. no yeah. plan b and then really. you're trying to understand the atar you need to get fucked yeah. is that even achievable yeah. and all that shit yeah so i was in subjects that were just like scattered bro like i was in like 
Random I was, ones. Uh, yeah, I was like obviously doing English and math, and yeah. then yeah. I wasn't at a Catholic school, so there was right. no religion. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I did community and family studies. Oh, mm-hmm. CAFs. Right? Yeah, I, I did I'll CAFs. I did CAFs because like my mates were in there. I was like, oh, I'll do this one. <laughs> it was either that or like some other weird, like like agriculture, I think. Yeah, something like <laughs> something, something weird. So I did that and then I did biology, yeah. which yeah. I ended up dropping because like... Me bro, too. Like, I was like... <laughs> I was like, Biology. Mm. but I was sitting there. I was like, nah, no, no <laughs> this way. This is not me. No, this is not me. I'd rather. It have sounds free. good, but it's, it's yeah. So, so like, I think you had the option to drop it because you had to do only like ten units or whatever it was yeah. at the yeah, time, yeah. like yeah, four yeah, subjects. Yeah. So I did that, and then did English. I was like in the average English class, so not mm. advanced, but not ESL. Yeah, yeah. So I was like in the you middle, like there, and yeah. then I did music. Um, but yeah, like the best thing about it was it was so music related around that school where like. It wasn't like you had to spend your recesses at the music class right. to, to get time. So I did music there and we had performance times and stuff. Um, and then that kind of like opened my eyes up to performing yeah. and, and doing all that. And then we'll fast forward to like the end of year 12 yep. where um, I was deciding what I wanted to do. And then this is when um, we had a talk and someone from the Defense Force came to, um, yes. to high school. I was, yeah, 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 I briefly yeah. told you yeah. about this. Um, and I was like... I'm joining the Navy. Yeah. Like that's what I'm going to do after, yeah. after high school. Um, and then from the beginning, yeah. So this was in like February of, of, um, of year 12. Yep. And then pretty much trained the whole year. Like I would start school at like, sometimes at like 7.55. So I was waking up early to go for a swim at Penrith pools before wow. I went to school. So yeah. I was at the pools by like 6.30. I'd swim for an hour and then go straight to class. Right. And then I would go for a run after. So I was like consistently training to yep. be in the Navy and then um, did all the testing and stuff. Did really well, actually, because you do this thing called the um, the JOR, which is like a job opportunities like request, I think it's yep. called. Yep. Um, and it comes up with all the things you want to do. And I like I had things from like the the average A-level entry to things that an officer would do. Right. But um, yeah, initially I wanted to do that. And I was going to get into like communications because I love like sound and, and yeah. like tech and stuff. So yeah. Um, got yeah everything was successful did like my assessment day my medicals like physicals um psychologicals goods, everything ready was, to yeah. go was like a few weeks Navy. from like um yeah for like leaving for training um and then i in the same year i was still playing footy as well so i was playing local footy and then in the same year um i played my first game for for the philippines rugby league so i went up to yeah. queensland and played for the juniors yep um which which was a great team like i played with um with Payne Haas, who's now like the most what's the high, highest paid young player wow he's like on a multi-million dollar contract for the broncos what? wow what was his name Payne huss he right, he okay. played for new south wales as well okay. last year big boy yeah okay yeah so we played and that was cool and stuff and then um from there i was playing like a lot of footy and i was tagging stuff and hmm. um had some injuries come through um i had like prior injuries in my knee but then footy took its big effect on it right did that and kind of made me um have to give up the navy for the yeah. time being so this Blessing in like, disguise, though, I feel like. Yeah, right? so that's that's where everything was domino affected from. Yep. Like, it's if I pulled out one thing from, from then till now, I wouldn't be where I am now. Dang. So that's just one little thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I pretty much couldn't go to the Navy. Wait, wait, were you, at the time, were you... Were you gutted? We're like, fuck, now I can't do Navy. Like, what was your mindset? Like, yeah, this is what I wanted to... Do. I trained for this. Like, yeah. So now I, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, it's like you train so hard for something and... And you can't do it. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like you can find another way to do it. So you yeah. can't do it. Like, you can't do it. Yeah. You physically cannot do it. So um, I was pretty gutted. I was pretty mm. gutted. Um, but I've always been positive about things. So sure. like plan B, yep. always, always plan B no yeah. matter what it is. Yep. Um, I think a big part about the Navy was that it was um, security, like right. financial and job security. Mm. So I 100%. think that was a big part. I was just like, I just want to make my own money, yep. some good money and 
like be away and travel. And you, and you want you, that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, There's yeah. No, nothing wrong with that. It's, yeah. And then um, yeah, that kind of set me on a different path where um, I ended up just sticking to music. And I was like, yep. if I'm not going to do anything, it's going to be music. Yeah. So we had auditions for for universities and stuff. Yeah. Um, I did aim. I think I did aim for a little bit. Yeah. Audition, got in, um, and then I was like, I, I did the audition and stuff and went there. But the trek to uni was like a trek. Like, yeah. it was like, you have to get up in the morning, get like the 6.30 train to get the, to make like the 8 o'clock, 8.30 class yeah. for two hours, then go back home. So, your travel <sighs> is like as long as your classes are. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, I'll stick to something local. Yeah. Um, audition for Western Sydney mm-hmm. in Kingswood and yep. and thankfully got in early entry before HSC even started. So, nice. it's like September of, of year 12. Mm-hmm. So that was like, like like we said earlier, I was like the biggest scare. So once I yep. got that letter saying you're in, I was like, sweet. Yep. Don't have to do much with HSC. Yep. Um, HSC came about, gave it my best. <laughs> gave, gave it my best. It is good. At least you gave it your best. <laughs> yeah, gave it my best. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was actually in Philippines when I found out the results, so I had to tell my family. Oh my gosh, I'm in Phil's too. Yeah, so I was in. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, I was in Philippines, so I found out, and like obviously the internet's not the best over there, so you're like <laughs> you're just like, you're like there, sitting, waiting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck, that would have been a trip, but yeah. I think I got like 53. That's oh, good. I didn't even F- get one, but yeah. F- 53, but I was just like... Fuck per- it, I already got accepted. Firstly, like disappointed because I was like, my sisters are like in the... like I think my the middle child got like like 92 or something. Oh, God. oh my God. And, and the other one was already... Like she's seven, the oldest one, seven years older, so she was already a nurse and stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. Probably cop that I... Did you cough it? No, no. no they, they, okay, they, they, were like, they were like, oh, no, you'll be right. Like, because yeah. I, I had my uni preferences yeah, sorted cool. and stuff. So yeah. um, I think that was a big help. Um, and then, yeah, started my uni degree at um, in 2000 and what, 2015. We would have been first year yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, loved it. Met, met like some of the, my best mates through uni. Yeah. Um, some of my best mates now are from uni, my Not, band yeah, from uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did all that. And that was like from what you t- the first year of uni to third year of uni was just one phase my like that was another chapter yeah that didn't really change much i was going to uni um but then when i turned 18 i started gigging yeah so i started playing gigs around sydney yeah um i my first gig was with a few people i think i met um carmel who's um who i was gigging with it was a great singer actually so nice yeah shout out to her she just got signed Ooh, by nice. universal music i think it was wow so she's she's always been I always knew that she was going to be there and then we nice. were gigging for a while so that was fun we were doing like bars and clubs we went from like doing stuff in like the rocks to doing like an old man's pub in Windsor that's crazy so you were with her on like the come up oh no she she already oh, right. did some stuff she right. she did X Factor at like 15 dang so she sang like a Whitney song at like at a young age dang so I was, I was and then I was working mm. retail at the time so I um I ended up just like reaching out to her and like linking up and yeah. be like let's let's do some gigs yeah because she, I, I didn't sing and she didn't play instruments. Yeah. So oh, this okay, is cool. perfect. perfect. And it's perfect. duos. Like a, nice, easy. Yeah. So we're doing like four hour gigs. Nice. So these these were cool. Um, I did that through uni to make some money. Nice. Um, was working retail till I turned about 18 because I was, I was like the 97 kid and how everyone was like 1996. Yeah. So I was, I was mm-hmm. younger compared to everyone. Like I turned nine, 18 halfway through my first year of uni. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I turned 18 and then got into like um, gigging at clubs and bars and stuff. And nice. then. Um, I started working in Hospa. I actually yep. worked at um, Lone Pine in Rudy Hill. Yeah. Shout out Lone Pine. Shout out Lone yeah. Pine. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the guilty pleasure kick-ons. Um, but no, that, that was good, man. Like that was uh, a friend of mine got me that job actually. Yasmin, who's also doing really well now. Like nice. she's like big time model. Like oh, in, in 
in Australia or in international. Wow. Like yeah, metal cool. models for like iconic boohoo and like Wow. So That's shout crazy. out to her and mm. um she's on that grind. Wherever too. she is, bro. Well she's she's living in Brighton La Sands now. Oh so, no. So, Hectic, yeah. That's yeah, sick, bro. So shout out to her. And um she she got me the, the job. So some young kid who's never had hospitality experience. Yep. I started working in bars and I think that kick started my my like kind of love for hospo. Yep. Okay. So I started doing that and like doing that kind of stuff and then um, we'll fast forward to like my last year at uni where I met um, a good friend of mine, Taylor, who I went to uni games with. Mm-hmm. Um, and from uni games, she worked at Ivy. So right. from that, um, we were at uni games and I was comfortable at Lone Pine, like love and life. Yeah. And she's like, come work, come work at Ivy. And I was right. like, oh, it's in the city, in the city. And then she referred me for the job and I was fortunate enough to be successful and got the job. Yeah, nice. And that's where shit hit. That's where just, it like just accelerated, accelerate. right? Like I've pretty much just been nonstop till then. So what yep. year was that? 2017. Nice. Right. Mid-2017. Okay. Mid, mid okay. So yep. what's that? We're 2020 now. So about two and a half years. Yep. Um, and that's where, yeah, things just went like just went Bananas, zero, zero right, to yeah. 100. You know right. what I mean? That's when I was like, all right, cool. Let's do this. Because it's a lot more fast paced. Yeah. Shit gets done a lot quickly. So I was six months left into my degree wow. while I was working at Ivy at the time. I, when I first started... And then, bro, I was doing crazy hours. Crazy, yeah, I, crazy memory, hours. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like, like you, bro. Like, yeah. one thing stops, another one goes. <laughs> so I was doing uni from like nine to five. Then would leave uni, travel to the city to work Ivy from like 8 p.m. until 4 a.m. Yeah. Then go back to uni and re- oh, repeat that. Oh, man. What, like, six months. Yeah. Six yeah. months, six months. So you, yeah. So for the rest of 2017, for the rest of my degree right. from, from July to like November. Mm. I was uni work, uni work, and then IV and fucking yeah, and, and you were heavily involved in that nightlife. Yeah, and also at the time mm. I was um, working for Submerge. Remember that little shop in Mount Druitt? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. So I was working. Back. I was yeah. working there across Rebel Sport. Yeah. So I was working. I was doing uni, working there, then going to Ivy. Wow. So like was was like doing everything, but like I'm probably like you guys. I'm, I need to keep busy. Yeah, mm. that's crazy, I, I, man. I need to keep busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did did all that. And how, um, did, how did you how did you how did you do all that like it's obviously i wouldn't say it's a mindset thing but yeah. how did you lock into okay i need to do this this is my schedule i just got to do it or like were you this is something i have to do you felt obligated yeah. because like, it's something innately within you right like it yeah was something that so it was stuff like that the, the, the good thing about uni was with a music degree is that if you had a background in music you would get by okay i, I like i still applied myself fully and sure. stuff and and would do all that and then we had it pretty spread out. Like people have like big days at uni, like five different subjects. Yep. We had four units and it was like pretty much like one unit per day. Oh, okay. So it, like that helped with time management. So sure. we do like the lecture between nine to 11 and my tutorial will be like 12 to one. Right. And then that gave me the time between like one to five to do assignments or go to work. Right. And then I'd come back at night. Like that's when my mind works the best. So like I'd have all nighters at uni. Yep. Um, and we had a good support network around us, like all the boys, like yeah. like, like Aaron, yeah, Osa, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that. Um, God bless those boys. Yeah, like so. Shout yeah. out to them. We shout we all helped each other, which yeah. is um, it was a good laugh. Like yeah. we all had our strengths and weaknesses, <laughs> but it all it was always someone different. Like yeah, like with with um, Aaron. Aaron was like a great bassist, yeah, and like he would like just jump in on tracks, and then yeah, Osa was a great composer. So I'd reach out to Osa for composing, and I was doing sound. Yeah, so we all like switched up. Yeah, that's sick. Um, but then yeah, so that I met them through there. And then, where are we? We're in 2017, mm-hmm. and I'm finishing up my degree. Yeah. And this is where 2018 starts, and everyone's like life after uni kind of thing, mm-hmm. like doing their masters or yep. getting jobs. And I was 
like I, I think I kind of left it too late to to know what I want to do right. after thing. Okay. So I was like, oh, I'll give myself um till like I was like 2018 is coming. Yeah. I'm not going to do my masters. I said I'll, I'll work in hospitality. Yeah. And then I'll just make some money through that. Yeah. And I'll do gigs. So I said to all of 2018, I'll um I'll do as much as I can, and and make some money. And then by the end of the year, if I'm happy with where I'm at, I'll stay. Yeah. And then if I'm like not content with where hospital is and stuff, then then I'll start my masters. Yeah. So I was gonna do just like a, a masters in education and um and just do that because it was comfortable. It's like job security at the end of the day. Once you get a full time job, mm. um, 2018 happened and um, uh, I had what happened was I left Ivy in like December, uh, November of 2017 for a bit. Yeah. Um, because I, I had a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. So I had a girlfriend at the time and, and it didn't work out working night shifts. Yeah, right, okay. Because I couldn't see her. And then, um, yeah, that came. So I ended up working at Platypus. Yeah. So I went to Platypus, nine to five, worked there full time. Um, and then, I don't know, it just, a fl- uh, something flipped in my head, like a switch. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not challenging myself. I'm, I'm like, I'm not... I'm not nice. too happy yeah. with where like the day shifts are at, and yeah. um, there was nothing, nothing about my partner. Like she was great, of course, like yeah. you know, she's she's still great now. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, and then I ended up, we ended up um, separating. Yep. And she went on to do her thing, and I went to do my thing. Yep. Um, and she's actually engaged now, so right. con- congrats to her. Congrats. Congrats to her. Congrats. Um, that's what she wanted. Yeah. Which is good. Um, she's happy now. And then I moved on to, um, go back to Ivy. Yeah, I was like, I was happy there. Had a good yep. set of friends around me, and it was just, it was fun. Like, yeah, I was a young, like, nineteen-year-old kid, twenty-year-old sure. kid, or whatever it was, and I was just like living my best life. Yeah, and um, March came, and I wanted to pursue being more than a bartender. Yeah, so I went on to like a leadership role and started becoming a team leader. But yep. this, this is what built me to be like the leader that I am now with work. Is that the support network around me was insane. Like. Yeah, like the things that they taught me with leadership was was like seconds to none. Yeah, mm. Fuck, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, did that and became a um became a team leader at um at Ivy, and did all that. And 2018 was also the year of my travel. Yeah. So I then I, telling me, yeah, I, yeah. I turned 21 and then went to America for about a month with my friend um my friend Jess. Yeah. Um, she also turned 21 the same year. So we went to America. We road tripped around there. Drove from like San Fran to vegas and nice. to and stuff like that like just yeah. taking off like bucket list and adventures and ah. went to mexico and then did that for a month and then i came back and um got like a conversation with my um my group operations manager yes and um he just like kind of took me for a walk and he's like like what do you want to do in the future where do you see yourself with the company yeah i was like honestly right now i was like i don't know where i want to be within um w- like in the next like few months but I'm still happy with where I am now. And he's like, would you ever consider a, a, a management role? And I, and I was like, I was 20 at the time. And I was like, honestly, if I'm being honest with you, I've, I've never thought about it just because obviously my age and stuff like that. And um, he's like, like, we'd like what you've been doing and stuff. And um, there's a role that's come up. It's, it was an assistant operations manager role. Yep, yep. Um, and he said, it was pretty much keep doing what you're doing. If you want to take this um, um, opportunity, he said, We'll, um, we'll have you on board, but you still have to do like the, the whole process, like the interview sure. and stuff like that. I was like, well, like you're still grateful for it. He's yeah. like, this is a, this is not a job offer. This is a job opportunity, yep. which in turn was a good thing rather than being complacent and be like, oh, fuck, I'm good at this. Yeah. I'll take the job. Yeah. He's like, you've got to prove of course, that you're good for it. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it. Did the interview and stuff and, and managed to get the role. So um, I became an assistant operations manager at the Royal George, um, which is in the Ivy complex. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's pretty much that was like it was food, um, it was beverage, and it was gaming. So it's yeah. like everything you needed a hospital to get by. Yeah, did that and was grinding for that. I was doing like, bro, like four p.m. till four a.m. shifts, right? And Dang. like just doing that and like for a long time i sacrificed a lot of things to go to work mm-hmm. missed a lot of friends parties and stuff and sure sure and, sure. and aaron's house parties <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do it would have been hectic to see you but yeah. I, look, I totally get it bro yes no it's, yep. it's good now but um yeah missed all that and then just killed it there for a little bit and then that came in like september of 2018 yeah and i already had a trip booked to europe with my with my sisters and my, my sister's partner so we were going to europe in december yeah and work we're cool with that so I took the trip and like I said earlier, if I wasn't happy by the end of December, 2018, I would, um, I would go into my master's. Yeah. But then I, um, I was pretty happy with the, with the job with Maryvale and, and working around Ivy and stuff. Like I was around a good set of people. Yeah. Pay was like half decent for a kid fresh out of uni. Yeah. Yeah. It was constant and like the perks were insane. Yeah. Like, oh, like, you tell me. Yeah, bro. Right, it like was, it was like, good. Change, change the game for, for me. For a person at that age, bro, like mm. that, those perks, like you would have never thought you'd yeah. have access to yeah, that. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. Like, like the boys would come out with me and like, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, 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 drinks on me. It's like $6 for a vodka. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff like that's like. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Bro, I'd, I'd be eating out at like fancy restaurants and yeah. it's like 50% off. <sighs> So, so like, good. Yeah, 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 like I said, it's cheaper for me to go and out. And you would have never thought, like you would have never nah, thought. No, never, exactly. never. Like, yeah. like, like if, we're talk, if we're going back to year 12, I would have still been in the Navy. See, that's what I mean. That's, yeah. It's so crazy when she happens like that, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Europe came and um, I wasn't even actively looking for a job. I was happy with where work was. Yeah. And I was just going to progress through that, get to that operations role um, and then over, eventually take over my own venue yep. is what I wanted. And I was like, yeah, sweet. And then Europe came and I was like, just, just fucking around on my phone. Yep. Um, and then mm, I was I like, remember you telling me this yeah, 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 I was like, oh, like this would be a good time to get my LinkedIn sorted because, mm. like, that's what you do when you <coughs> when you become an adult. <laughs> just get a LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't know if you guys so have true. one, but I only but got one yeah, recently. Yeah. But that's yeah. like legit. It's that's legit. like you put in your job and like it's like it's you can't People even hit you up. It's yeah. legit. It's not like, hey, bro, what's going on? It's like, hey, nice to meet you. This is me. Like, let's e-connect or whatever yeah, it is. So, kind regards. Yeah, kind regards <laughs> and like email signatures. So I got into LinkedIn and like that's when like they do like those algorithms and stuff is where they you yes. put in like your interests and what your current job is and yeah. they, they send you job opportunities. For that yeah. specific. For that specific. Yeah. And for me, I, I put in that I had a music degree and like um, I was I had operational experience and yeah. then I was in, what country was I in? I was in... um. Sweden, right? Norway, Norway. Oh, Norway. I was in Norway. Yeah. I was in Norway at the time, and like, I was, I was just going through my phone, and this one came up, and it just, it just was, just clicked. I was like, I want that. This is perfect for me. And the, yeah. the title was live entertainment venue manager. Fuck, that's you. I was like, I was like, done. And that was just the title <laughs> itself. And then when it, um, when I clicked it, it was the venues like Enmore Theater, Metro Theater, <laughs> Factory Theater. Here we go. I was like, whoa. Like, yeah, that's like let, let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. That's me, baby. Yeah. So I was like, let's go. And then um, I didn't have a resume on me. I had my phone on me. So like, I was like, didn't have shit. Yeah. And I never really had needed to have a resume. Everything's been referrals. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like, like retail. I was working in the precinct anyway. They gave me the job. Um, Ivy was through a referral. Like Lone Pine was through like Yasmin. Yeah. And then Ivy was like a bare minimum resume just so it was on file. Yeah. And then this came and I was like, this is the first official time I'm making a resume. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I was in no way did all that. And then I, I emailed the guy off my phone and I was just like, listen, I'm really keen on the job. Um, I just don't have anything on me right now. Um, I'll get something to you soon. And here's my background and stuff. And um, he emailed back and he's like, yeah, yeah, like... Um, keen to chat more about this um just give us a call when you're in Sid- back in sydney yeah but i was still like 
four weeks out of Sydney. <laughs> so I was like, and the job, the job application was closing, closing before I landed back in Sydney. <laughs> Oh. So and then this is this is going back to now I was flying to um to Scotland yes yeah, yeah. and and I was going to Edinburgh and this is going back to if you take a piece out bro it's like it's it's all fucked <laughs> I met I met a, I met a I met up with a friend in Edinburgh who I met working at Ivy yeah so I met her there and she's from London so she's just studying in Edinburgh so yeah. I reached out I was like hey like we were catching up anyway I was like can you just bring your laptop for me like I just want to type up a quick resume. Yeah. So I um I just literally typed in I was like resume builder I was like I, d- I don't know what to do <laughs> templates yeah I was like resume templates and I was just like oh shit and then this th- I found the best one that got me my like my good resume uh, is you typed in your qualities and traits and they built the sentence for you oh well for your bio oh, so I yeah. would literally it's like put a generator in, yeah a I would generator. literally put in music. Um, and then like three qualities would be like driven and stuff. And then it came up with this like blur, be like um, a driven professional with three years experience in the hospital. And I was like, bro, I was like, I was like, I was like <laughs> shout out to that website. I was like, bro. shout out to, uh, it's probably like resumebuilder.com or something. <laughs> but if, if you need it, just Google resume builder, like hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. It's like saved my life. Oh, that's so good. So I did that and typed it while we, I was having coffee with a friend and I didn't want to be rude. So I was of like, course. I was like typing and we're having a coffee and this is like in Edinburgh. Like I'm the, I don't even know this area. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what the fuck so I was like, fuck, like, but I needed this. So I got yeah, it done, um, did all that. And then I sent it off to, um, to him. And then yeah. I was like keen on it. And then he got back to me. He's like, yeah, well, um, we'll have an interview when you get back. So there's a bit of reassurance that yeah. the resume pulled off and stuff. And, yeah. um, he was like, yeah, we'll have a chat when you get there. I finished off my travels around Europe and then called him like the day I landed. Yeah. I like got home. And called him. I was like, hey, I'm back in Sydney. Would love to chat whenever um, you're free. This was like a Saturday or whenever when I landed. And then we teed up something on like the following week. I think the Monday or something. Did the interview with him. Um, and then from there, um, he gave me a call back. And he's like, yeah, yeah, like things went well. And he was with happy with, with what I did. And he's like, well, um, have a chat to the directors. So the COO and the CEO. Yeah. And um, he brought me back a few days later. And I was like, I was just sitting in the... I don't know if you guys have been to the factory theater, but there's like a little courtyard downstairs. Mm, I haven't been, but yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a little courtyard downstairs and the office is upstairs. So I was hanging out downstairs because I was like, oh, I'll be punctual and I'll be early. Yeah. And I'll be early just so I'd rather just be on time than 100%. have to rush. Uh, understandable, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So w- I sat there and then um, I was just waiting. I didn't know anyone there at all as well. Yeah. I didn't even know there was an office there. And then some a um, few guys walked past. One other guy walked past with like... Um, like like jeans and, and runners and like a black right. shirt so like something like Steve Jobs and I would wear yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was a CEO oh and I didn't know yet but like I, I was friendly to him he walked past and he, he said hi to me Ross and I was like hey how you going and then he walked upstairs I knew he worked there but I just didn't know what, what caliber oh wow right. and, then, and then I turned the corner into the boardroom and he's sitting there <laughs> and he's he's a CEO so he yeah. like he's he owns the company yeah and yeah. he's a sole director as well like a sole <laughs> owner so that's like, so good yeah yeah um and then yeah did the interview it was um it was great like this is probably one of the best interviews i've had it was it felt more like a conversation than it did an interview yeah mm. so they were very welcoming which sold the job for me a bit more as well like yeah. i knew i was it was a bit reassuring that yeah of i was gonna work with some good people yeah and then yeah was successful with the job um and then yeah ended up working as a still just an assistant um as a assistant operations manager for the for the group, yep. which is the Enmore Theatre Metro and Factory, and um, the Sydney Comedy Store as well is what they own. Nice. Um, did all that, and then yeah, was was pretty happy with that. And at the time that I got this job, I also applied for the Marsden Brewhouse. 
Right. So wow. this this is before they opened. They were just developing. Yep. So yep. they were just developing, and I it's going way back, bro. The same crazy. resume I built, <laughs> I sent to them, <laughs> and then it generates a cover letter for you too. Yeah. You just have to fill in the company. Good bro, yeah. stuff like that. Like these words were good, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like it was like, um, and with my proven experience, I would love to um, <laughs> con- I'd love to contribute to the continued growth of your company. Bro. <laughs> stuff <laughs> that so I good. I would personally never have come up with. Yeah, right. So I, I ended up getting the job offer with Mars and Brewhouse. Yeah, which um, which actually offered a better salary than the job I was right. in at the time with the same job that I right. just interviewed for. But I was like, something in me was like, nah, like I need to take. The, the venues one, the music one. Yeah. Because like a big part of me was like, I needed something closer to home, hence the yep. Mars and Brew House. And then I was like, nah, like I need to take a risk. Yep. So I, I took I took the one I'm in now. And honestly, it's like the best decision I've made in a long time. Right. Like, to this day, probably the best I've made. And like, yep. but it's, it's been hectic from from now and from then until now is like. And that was what year? March of 2019. Okay. So just. Just over a year. Just over a year just ago, ago now. So about 14 months ago. And then ever since you've just obviously been slogging it, you know. Yeah. So I think there's, there was, w- I think there was one more chapter in that where 2019 came. I was like, just living my best life, working gigs yep. um, and working with like artists that like, I never thought I would see. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I saw people like Alan Stone, who was from Blues Fest. He came down like just, just artists that like you listen to like on the no, trains yeah. and growing up and stuff and I did that and then um what year was it oh what month was it It was about august september right um i had no clue that my the company i'm in now was buying another venue wow so they bought max watts in moore park wow which is yep. across the horton pavilion yep 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 they bought that and like i never been there before besides one time in 2015 where i saw vince staples all right so so vince staples, Vin, Vin staples yeah, yeah. and um it was a great venue like love the gig there and um it's a small venue right Max Watts. Um, it's not as big as Horton, though. Not as big as yeah. Horton, but it holds about the same amount of people the Metro Theatre does. So it's about oh, okay. the capacity okay. is fifteen hundred. Yep. But twelve hundred is is what's comfortable there. Yeah, cool. So you can cool. breathe a little bit. Yeah. Um, they bought that, and I got a. I was driving somewhere one day, and I got a phone call from my the CEO, the chief operating officer. Yeah. And um, he's like, like, hey, how you doing? I was kind of scared. I was like, he never calls me. Oh. He never calls. Me. I was like, yeah. fuck. What, what did I do? I'm prepared for this. Like, like I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> it's like, but when you see the police, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> the reflex, um, eh? Yeah. So oh, yeah, he gave me a call and he's like, listen, we, we've just taken over this venue. And um, he's like, what do you think about being the venue manager and oh, taking over the license and being the licensee there? And I was like, fuck, like, Big how, teams do, how, do, how do I react to this? Like, yeah, right. I've, I've taken, I've like managed venues before as the venue manager, like the Metro and stuff I've, I've done before. Yeah. But never my own venue where I've had to take over and, and build a module for that venue. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like this is, like I've always like, I was like, is it going to challenge me? Am I going to yep. be happy with it? Mm. And um, it did. And I, I took it and it was like the most, it's a lot of work. Like this this place has already pre-existing staff, has venues there, had gigs booked already that we right. didn't book. So we were dealing with like amateur promoters and stuff yep. and like stuff like that. And um, but it was good. Like September, October, November for me was massive. Like massive. How how was the obviously with your bro? What a story, by the way. This is this <sighs> is crazy, bro. It's, this it's is literally like, just trying to find the words to explain the story. Like I said, I've never been on a podcast. No, but it's it's bro. You up to now, like still, um, well done. Like the story, I've never heard. Yeah. It's very unique. A lot yeah. of people get a, a lot out of this, right? Because you you yeah. face a lot of hurdles. Yeah. And obviously, you shouldered a lot of responsibility. Like yeah. how how is that feeling for you? Like it, it's honestly, you were up for yeah. the challenge, obviously. But were you like like innately everyone's like scared of challenges? So I, I was, was scared. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I was I was I threw myself in the deep end. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said I was comfortable and confident yeah. with it. I wasn't like. Yeah. I was like, holy shit! Like, 
this is some real shit. And it's it's it, like my ass was on the line, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I had to come up with modules and, and work with my CEO and stuff on on how we're gonna work the venue. And yeah, I was just like, holy shit, this is a big role. And but yeah, the thing is, I've I've come a long way from from where I came to to that point. Yeah, and I'd, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't challenge myself to do it because I like I've always been about like helping other people yep. get mm. to where they want to be. Like, yep. and hopefully this 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 chat here, this podcast, sure, kind of tells people around me or or whoever's listening yeah is that you can do it like that's like you can bro i've got the best analogy for this right and maybe you can relate yeah so any situation like yourself when you throw yourself in the deep end and you're kind of just going with the flow figuring shit out as you go a obviously the support's there obviously yeah um but the one thing and the analogy i like to use it's like Dragon Ball Z hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah, bro. Like you're in there, it feels yeah. like 10 years or whatever it is, but yeah. like the experience that you get, it's only been like whatever, like six months, but yeah. you feel like you've worked and yeah. like you've been involved in it for, for much longer than yeah. that. The experience that you get is unlike something you can experience at uni. It's, for cra- example, it's right? crazy, bro. Like like the, the, the two years that I've had that have just passed, 2018 and 19, have been bigger collectively than my whole life has before that. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I've I've done like some cool things in my life where I've been happy to do and like traveling and yeah. But the the two the things that I've done in the last two years have been like life changing. Bro, like the so, story in itself is yeah. you were meant to go to navy, bro. Yeah, you were meant to go to yeah. navy. That didn't end up happening. You're yeah. gutted. You ended up going to uni. Yeah, made good mates, obviously, yeah. and then you learned pine. You were doing retail, yeah. all that, and then you you got that opportunity. You went traveling yeah. in the meantime, and yeah. then you came back got that opportunity now you're you know you're you're managing a, a venue yourself yeah. and you ha- you got tons of responsibility yeah. so i mean what would be that thing if someone's like kind of they have any apprehension there like obviously it takes a certain uh yeah. person to be able to do that but like i feel like anyone can do that yeah it's just like is it a confidence thing like how how did you like how were you so confident in yourself at the time knowing that obviously you don't know shit like, yeah i don't know shit. yeah you know people have that misconception yeah. right so i think i think firstly i'd start with the support around me yeah is who you surround yourself with will get you to wherever you want to be 100 and and like i'll, I'll mention a bit later with, yep. with what's happening with life now but like the support network has been insane yeah from from day one from day one yep. like the managers i've had with maryvale have been have ta- taught me things that i, I take into life now yeah and a big one of them was um my head of operations at, at Maryvale was like, we we were, had a busy day one time and we just sat down and he's like, listen, things are going to be okay. And like things like, just like when we're working in hospital, like you, you run to, to, to get things going. Oh, hundred percent. And, and it was Melbourne cup, which is a bit, it's a million dollar oh, day for, for, yep. for the venue. Yeah. And, um, I remember, I still remember this and I think about it every time I was running to somewhere and he's like, he's like, just settle down, just settle down. Things, things will work. Everything will happen because you running, you save five seconds of your time, but you look flustered. Yeah. So I said, just have just have a bit of confidence. He walked with his shoulders up, like that Conor McGregor walk. Yeah. He walked to where we needed to be. And I was like, fuck, he's right. Yeah. Like, you don't have to run anyway. Like, you're going to get there. You're only saving five seconds. Yeah. So that was a big part. It's it was a good reality to, check, bro. Just to calm down and Especially think, in the pace that yeah, your environment needs yeah. to work out. Like, always. Not even it. that. It, I think the, the, the message I took was just calm down. Yeah. Think yeah. about things first. Yeah. And next one would be if someone was to do, like, wanted to be some, I think, sacrifice. Oh, bro, yes. Sacrifice is probably the biggest. Preach, bro, preach. Yeah, it's, I think the sacrifice part is a big part of that. Like, I yep. sacrifice, like, going to, like, sometimes some family events. Yep. Like, we, we would have Sunday dinners at home. I'd miss yep. a lot of them. Um, yep. I'd miss a lot of, like, friends' parties and yep. stuff. But I try to try to compensate by, like, you know, showing up a lot and then yep. sharing my rewards with my friends. Sure, and, 100%. Like, and bringing them out to the clubs and stuff. And 
I think, yeah, I think sacrifice is a big part, but also willing to lose something. Yeah. Sorry. No, is, um, willing to lose something is a big part. Like the same manager told me um, a short-term loss is a, um, a long-term gain. Yeah. yeah. A short, no, a, sh- a short-term, yeah, long, what was it he said? He was, um, short-term loss is a long-term gain. Yeah, 100%. So that for me, I was just like, if I lost something in the first like few months, just because of something, it's gonna be something a bit more. 100%. It's like a loss leader, you know what I mean? It's like it's like investing in a company. It's like yeah. you throw in fifty bucks. It's it's picturing that fifty dollars. People picture it like you've lost fifty dollars. Yeah. Other people picture it, it's gonna be fifty grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, bro, and and to f- like further to that, it's like okay, um, when you're there, and yeah, it's a short term yeah. loss. Everyone, you know, I would expect the people who are close to me would understand. Like yeah, yeah like cool i'm not with you there sorry i missed it blah blah blah. Yeah. but it shouldn't be any different a year from now if i catch up with mm. you it wasn't personal or anything yeah. like fuck i'm on i'm doing me yeah like your real ones would understand that bro so yeah. i totally understand it's all about bro. growth as well yeah. and, and you guys probably both know it as well that growth is a big part mm. yeah. you want to be like is so yeah but huge, you'd bro. have it with like pt and stuff is you see someone from from their foundations to yeah. to growing and that's what you want to be part of is their growth yeah, yeah. And, and and if if you compare it, it's like a PT would be like a, like your manager as well. Yeah. You tell that person what they need to do to get to where they want to be. Yeah. So that that my manager did that for me. He he like they built me as a person, not yeah. physically but mentally and and emotionally. And and the good thing about that is as well is because you're now at a point where you can share your experiences. Yeah. Like you can share what you've learned. You've been through the ringer, bro. Mm. Like you've seen the fucking yeah. What happens, bro? Yeah. We've you've seen it all. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. We've so seen, like we've seen like I've seen some pretty like messed up stuff and some yep. great stuff you know what i mean like yep. being in venues and we work with a lot of raves and parties yep. and heavy metal stuff like yep. stuff like girls like obviously like overdosing and stuff like i've seen yep. i've seen all that like yeah but like stuff like before that is what i've learned is to deal with it is to take a step back yeah and deal with the situation yeah and and think lo- like long term and short term you know yeah I mean? like if we're, if we're talking about achieving goals people think oh you need a long-term goal that's all you need but i think you need both you need a long-term goal but you need short-term goals to achieve that yeah because at the end of the day, if I st- if I wanted to be in like in the music industry and like work with a label and stuff, yep. I still need the short terms to reach that. I like that you say that because yeah. um, like people right now, like I got into the like the thought that okay, we have to focus on now. Like yeah. that that's just it. Let's focus yeah. on now. So like they say like power of now. Yeah. Um, but you have to also think like okay, I'm grateful for my past. I can I can recognize what I did in the past and like yep. what. I have accomplished. Yeah. I, I focus on now and do actions and then I focus as well on the future. It's like yeah. um, past, present and future. Yeah. It's like all interconnected. Yeah. Same goes with like the long term and the short term. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's good to have a long term goal, but also break that down into short term yeah. goals. It, it all leads yeah, into it. Like exactly. it's, it's like a ladder. Like there's still yeah. small steps to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I feel like that's that's the biggest thing that I've learned is just like you need to set goals and, and measure them. Yeah, and that's a lot of the things. Like a lot of me is from learning stuff that I learned in hospital. You know, yeah. Like I, I was doing this thing called a PSP, which is a personal success plan. Yeah, and that for me put things in perspective that I could take everywhere. Where where you, um, you set three goals, then yep. you set three actions to achieve them. Wow. Yeah. And then you set three ways you can measure them. There's no point like. What's that? What's that called again? A PSP, a personal success plan. Okay. So it's catered to you, and you do it. You're right. held. You're held okay. accountable. That's for good it. to know. Yeah. So it's it's like. It's it's goals. It's not like yep. a SWOT where you have weaknesses. It okay. just focuses on what you can do as a person. Right. So the measurement part was the biggest part because like that's how you measure your success is no matter what way. Yep. So with OSPO, it was like we want to raise revenue. So this is the actions we're going to do and yep. we measure it by a year-on-year growth. 
Oh, wow. Okay, so, that's good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. Bro. So, Sorry to... We, we kind of went on a sidetrack. Bit of a tangent, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you were finishing up the story. So yeah, yeah. you go. started going... I think where, where you finished off was September, October yeah, last oh, year. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I was getting into venues. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I finished and, and got into venues and then took over that. And like I said, it was in the deep end. Yep. Um, and then I got through it um, with some help. And then we built a module that suited the venue. And then we started running good gigs. And then this is what I said about the measurement of success is that we were running like amateur gigs, bro. Like yep. we didn't book these ones. I was running like like people like I'm used to running like a thousand people plus gigs. Right. Then we were doing like 200s, 300 people. Right, right, like right. Thing, things I'm like, I was comfortable with. Sure. And I was like, oh, I think this will pass. So I had a few more gigs that were growing um we're going to be the last few ones for the old company that booked them. Yep. And um, so I worked through them and had some big hurdles and stuff. Like I had a one event, which is um, a Bollywood event. So right. I had um, I had an, a Bollywood artist come in and this was like one of the worst experiences I've had. We were dealing with promoters and stuff. And right. They were amateur promoters. They weren't really gig runners. Like yeah. they were just like, oh, let's put this show on because we've got the money to do it. Yeah, right. We don't, we don't have to drop names. I don't want to get you in trouble. But no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay, cool. Good. Yeah. No, I'll drop down. <laughs> yeah, no, no, fucking, yeah. no, fucking nah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like it was, it was a big lesson learned. But sure. yeah like things like that have come into play where I've had to deal with that stress. But like essentially long story short, the venue, we could only fit 1200. Yeah. But these guys sold 1800 tickets. Wow. So it's 600 people outside who didn't really speak much English. And that you had to deal with that. That was I, on you. Well, I had to deal with that. It was my oh, venue. Wow. Like, people were speaking to the manager. It's, I've, I've got to face it. And oh, you know what I mean? such a, f- oh man. And I was, and I was were telling, you copying it. Yeah. I was copying it left, right and center, bro. And yep. like, and they were like, we want our money back. And like, these guys were paying premium, like 120 bucks to get and stuff. Nah. So there was 600 people. And this is, this is with like license. I had police there too. Wow. So police yeah. were on my, this was like my first big gig there. Yeah. And police were on my ass about, had riot squad there, had everything. Oh my God. So, um, you know, wow. they were there and they were like, we're going to shut this down and stuff and, and stuff. And like, that's a big thing in, in, in That's music. crazy. I, I, yeah. I see shit like that, whatever. Yeah. It's on a Facebook video or something. And then I'm, I'm just wondering, who the fuck's in charge? Yeah, that's like Bro, that's, that's that's you. That's talking yeah. about you. But it's either I oh. fucking I either come out well, yeah, or I'm done. Yeah, that's that's me done. Dang. And then the police were there, and they were like, "You gotta get this shit in order." And I was like, "Oh shit, all right." So then that's when management came into place, and I got got all the um the team set and security in place. Yeah, we ended up calming it down, but it, it still had its backlash, and we had all those meetings, but. We ended up developing a... That's the nature of the industry though. Is that, would you say? Like that's... Yeah. That, that, it happens. Yeah, it's, it happens and yep. it's, it's all how you can get yourself out of it. Right. But um, that happened. So that was a big hurdle. And then from then on, it was like smooth sailing. Yeah. Worked some of the best gigs and have been with some of the best artists. Like okay. In December, I had um, Earth Gang. Yes. Um, which is, these guys are part of Dreamville. Yep, Dreamville, so yeah, Dreamville. So J. Cole's yeah. label. And then um, had a few more cool ones there. Um, in January, I had... Uh, was it January? February. I had... Um, Jid, J-I-D. Yeah, yeah. Same from, from um, Dreamville. Dreamville. Yeah. And then he had some cool ones on his. Met him. He was really cool. Yeah. Um, a really good one as well. It, um, Earl Sweatshirt came on stage with him. Uh, yeah. Wow. So Earl Sweatshirt hasn't appeared in Sydney for a long for time. For a while. For mm. a long time. And he was in and out of Since rehab. Odd Future days. Odd bro. Future, yes. Yeah. Since Tyler was here, I think. <laughs> so he came out and he, he spat um, on two verses with Jid on stage. And I was wow. upstairs watching it. Um, which is cool. That was another cool one. Um and then we did, what other gig did we do? We did um, St. John. Yeah. So St. John at the time wasn't as blown up as he is now. Yeah. Like this guy just did, he just dropped his song with Future. Yep. Um, so this is this is another wow. one, going back to your podcast, yeah, 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 Jason yeah. was yep. the photographer and videographer yep. there. So yeah, shout out was, Jason. Yeah, yeah, shout out Jason. So this yeah. that, that was a cool thing. Two kids out West. Yeah. Um, yeah. Running and then mark. you linked up and you're like, yeah, so, and 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 he's he's done some big things. So shout out to Jason, yeah. bro. Like he's mm. he's another one. I'm like, 
I want to guide that guy. I, I want to do like yeah. travel like that and stuff. Like, yeah. like Post Malone, bro. Like 100%. I haven't I worked a Post Malone gig, but like I would love to. Oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, we did that and St. John was cool. And the week after was Ari Lennox. Right. Um, Ari Lennox was cool. She's one of the like one of the most genuine artists I've worked with. Wow. Um, and yeah, no, she was real cool. She stayed back and then she just like hung out and then they actually were like, they love the area. Like, not this area, but like the Sydney yeah, in general. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, where can we go to kick on and stuff? And <laughs> bro, they, ki- they kicked on at the cliff dive. <laughs> so Ari Lennox had her own little booth, the cliff That's dive. Sick. But um, yeah, the boys the boys pulled through for um for that one. And um yeah, so the cliff dive and that's pretty much yeah, been my like journey from now until then is like Yeah, cool. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, with what's going on, it's your industry yeah. has been kind of impacted. Yeah, well our, our Lennox was like March thirteenth, that was my last gig. Oh right. So how like what's happening now with that? Like is there a timetable? Have they have um, there been talks now? It's, like it's all government. Still early days? Oh, yeah. is it government? Right. Okay. It's all government things like if I if I could run a gig now for X amount of people, yeah. I would. Like I, lo- I love seeing gigs like I I do it for free. Yeah. Um, but right now, we, we, there's a bit of, a lot of uncertainty around it because yep. it's, it's yeah. changing pretty quickly. So it's going from like 10 people to 50 people or whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're taking things as they come. So yeah. um, we don't have a date yet where the next gig is, Okay. Um, which is which is okay. Like we find it's like a silver lining to sure. it where I can focus on a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, yeah. There's really, it's been like two and a half months of like uncertainty with gigs. But in saying that, man, I feel like this time people have cultivated a lot of um better habits even yeah. crafted their own sort of yeah. thing like your business now mm. like we've taken yeah. a full-on approach with this whole podcasting thing same as you yeah, with yeah. your white can- yeah tell us a bit about that by the way what, um, what, what we've got you here so white canvas essentially is a project that i came up with while i was in iso because yep. for, for, for three weeks straight i was just at home like <laughs> doing, doing nothing like i set up a man cave <laughs> had a had a bar fridge in there <laughs> bought call of duty like yeah, yeah, all, yeah. all the things that uh, everyone did yeah, yeah yeah um and i was and i've always wanted to do something to work with artists and performance yeah and um yeah i was like i didn't have anything planned at the time white canvas was never a thing at the time and then first i just wanted to be creative and be a space yeah. and, and that's you man yeah, yeah i just wanted to make some music and meet some creatives and then um i was gonna start my own thing actually like right. I, was, I was gonna find a space um open my own thing and and have my own creative place and yeah. i was like now's probably not the time to do it <laughs> yeah, right now job keeper wasn't a thing yet <laughs> yeah. it's like, like maybe not yeah. maybe, maybe not <laughs> yeah. maybe not max out the credit card <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah. like i found a place i was like oh 300 bucks a week and i was like fuck like i'm not even i don't even have an income <laughs> so um i was like oh no like it'll be a future plan but yep. i work on my music at home had yep. my studio at home and then um um, Osa, a friend of mine, yep. um, who you know, shout as well. out you Osa, guys yeah. Are, yeah, shout out Osa. He's probably passed out right now. Yeah, what a guy, man. Yeah, no, he's probably hungover. Yeah. But yeah. um, now nah, he he was setting up his own thing as well, like a podcast with his mates. Yes, yes. And he met up with um with Esky, so yes. Ian. Um, shout mm-hmm. out Esky. Shout out Ian. Bro. Um, and they met in this success space we're in now. Yeah. And then Osa was like, because I spoke to Osa about my business plan. Yeah. He's like, oh, I've got something going as well. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, you should link up with Esky. Right, and I've I've like I've heard about Esky before. I've seen yep. his tracks, obviously being in the area. Same, same, yeah. And then, um, yeah, like we teed something up real quick. He's like, "Oh, yeah, we're meeting with Esky to dis- discuss our business on Wednesday. Do you want to come by?" Right. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll come by." And um, came to Stonecutters, and I've been here before because I got my haircut here before. Yeah. Um, and then, pretty much talked to Esky about things and about my my. This is very recent, mind you, like, like four, five weeks yeah, ago. Exactly, five yeah, exactly. Five weeks ago, sick. so. Um, I talked about my future plans and my experiences and stuff and what I want to do. 
and that's what I loved. His response was great. Like he wanted to jump on board yeah. and like and kind of get me in here as well. And I I spoke to um to Kev who's mm. um who owns Stonecutters. Yeah. So shout out to him too. Shout out Kev. Yeah. So he was here. We spoke about things, and um I spoke to Ricky. Yep. Um, from open source. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I had a similar concept to open source about like music and and the area and stuff like that, and I was like. I might as well work with like-minded people than start my own thing. 100%. You know, I feel like that's a big thing um, around is that people have their own things and they want to yeah. be better than each other and stuff. And I was like, I'll, I'll better myself with other people. Yeah. And then spoke to Ricky. Me, me and Ricky clicked real well. And um, we spoke about things and he's like, move your stuff in like next week. Like we'll, we'll, we'll start working. Fuck. Love it. So like, I think this was like a Friday and then we moved, I moved in on Monday. Wow. So Sick. I've just, yeah, I've just got my desk. Um, in the corner there yeah um how's it how's it been working for you so far it's the most creative i've been in a long time right it's good bro this place is actually really cool yeah. meeting like-minded mm. people yeah. people on the same sort of but the, vibe. the, the thing is is like mm. i'm so creative and that's what i took away from um from from covid is that if i had work on my mind i wouldn't be as creative as i am now right and i've produced more tracks in the last five weeks than i have in the last four years that's crazy bro so that is crazy like, stuff mm. like that is i'm working on music i'm working on me i'm working on other people yeah and that's where white canvas started is from yep. then when i moved in i was like what can i do yeah and i've always wanted to do something with the community so essentially an intro to white canvas yep. is um it's a it's a series um that has seasons yeah um and then season one has five episodes yeah and the episodes are two-part episodes where we talk to the artists for about half an hour or so yeah and we get a performance from them but um i want to take a different approach to the interview and podcast kind of thing yeah um, like everyone's doing their great podcast stuff, but mm. I, I also like doing things differently and taking a different approach. Yep. So what we do is, is um, there's a stage here and we set it up and essentially white canvas, the name itself came from a white canvas. It's, yep. it's blank. blank yeah. It's the world is your oyster. Yep. Like you do whatever you want with it. And um, white canvas will start out as um, the first step. The, fir well, the, the episodes will start out with the interview where we talk to the artists about their foundations, their influences, their experiences and their journey. So yep. similar to what we're talking about now and, and about their um, advice. Because we want to target like the, the up and coming artists, not just the youth, but up and coming artists of, of Sydney and specifically Western Sydney. Yeah. So that we can target a kid who's producing out of his house on, on like a laptop yep. to be like, oh wow, if, if he can do it or she can do it and made it there, how can I do it? And also opens up this space to a lot of people because not a lot of people know that there's studio space and yep. stuff around here. So um it opens it up and we've done some great stuff around here like open source is doing big things for like un with unspoken yeah on mondays yep. and highlighting those artists which i've been fortunate enough to work with open source and see that yeah um and then we talk about yeah we talk about their process and stuff and then they'll finish that up and hopefully that they give advice to yep. to the up-and-comers and then they'll get a performance but the performance itself is like i'm going for a really like minimalistic aesthetic sure. look so like you know mic dropping down and stuff and um but I w i'm targeting the first season to be like pretty pretty big artists yeah um i won't mention it yet yeah. so you got to tune in for surprise, that surprise, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know like sure. like we're targeting big ones and um i'm kind of tying in work with that so i've reached out to a few friends and, and fortunately enough um some people i met along the line um one of the guys from one of the directors of marketing at universal music australia yep. has um has helped me out and put me in touch with his domestic team so yeah we're working with that and um just a lot of managers around like the support there has been crazy yeah so and then that's sick bro yeah, yeah. even other people from like niche productions and stuff and, yeah and have been helping out so we're, t we're targeting big artists to begin with yeah just to be like we're here yeah like, 
if I can get these guys and to, and, and talk big about first it. impression, yeah, 100%. big first impression. But people will be like, oh wow, like yeah, that's premium yeah, product, premium everything. product, yeah. and like not all these artists from out west, yeah, are, are out west, but yeah. they've had good journeys, sure. And I've seen they come up through the scene. So if they could just talk about that, yeah. and, and we use it with the guys out here, yeah, is insane, which is good. Um, I actually kick off on June sixteenth with the first artist. Sure. Okay. So yep. June sixteenth. That's a that's a Tuesday in a couple of weeks. But um, this one would be good. So um, yeah, like be sure to tune that one. This is hundred percent. This one's a, a local R and B female singer. Right. We'll so definitely tune in. We'll, we'll definitely give it a shout so out and plug. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be no, sick. It, it's good. It's, it'd be good because she's also local and, and she's still up and coming. Yeah. And, cool. Uh, and we'll do a performance with her, and then it's just going to kick off from that. It, but it's been good because I obviously got in contact with this space. Like a lot of people don't know mm. there's a creative space, and obviously yeah. leveraging leveraging off people's sort of skill sets mm. and stuff like that because yeah. a lot of what we were lacking a lot of people here know how to do yeah so it was one of those things it was perfect for us to sort of um connect and stuff like yeah. that because obviously we're here to help share sort of our skill sets and yeah. stuff like that so it's been cool man like appreciate you putting us on here bro, um this yeah. place is awesome bro and great story by the way yeah. it was it was phenomenal, bro. There's, yeah. There should be a part two and three to this, bro, because yeah. there's so much there. We can do it on a, like a segment we'll, of White Canvas. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll flip the switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll interview you guys. Well, yeah, oh, <laughs> man, it'll, be, it'll be the first. Like, oh, We've got yeah, no performance, but... That's the thing about the seasons is yeah. like it's a different approach to every season. It's just right. not right. so Different um, taste, yeah. Putting it a bit out here like that I should, but I'll do it anyway because oh. it's, like, it's a good insight sure, to it. So season one is artists and performers yep. and season two are like managers and like big dogs in the music industry. Right. So they're not even artists. That's just going to be an interview series. So right. I'm going to talk to people, hopefully that I've worked with other artists. Like we're talking tour managers who've worked with like Kendrick Lamar and, yep. and, yeah, ASAP, yeah, 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 and yeah. ASAP and all that. Huge. So hopefully they got on board. If they're listening to this, please, yeah, uh, please jump on. Please. I'm mentioning yeah. names, but you know you are. You know you are. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for you sure, for sure. Are. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, and then uh, season three could be talking to just creatives around the area. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I get you guys on board, season three, then, yeah, then sure. we'll do it. This, Man, part this, is, two. this has been so good because I feel like, um, in light of everything that's happened right now, it's been a bit of a blessing because I feel like everyone and even us, but I, I haven't told you about, but a lot of people have messaged me saying they've been doing this over this period, and I'm like, yeah. bro, that's good. I don't know if that yeah. that's because of me or yeah. the stuff that we've been sharing or they've been listening to us, but yeah, like, bro, you tripped that when I told you. I was listen to your podcast all the time oh man yeah, yeah. but people that's what i mean like yeah. everyone's it's good because shout out to everyone listening to this shout out to everyone listening out, like, bro. It's, it's, like, it's good and it's it's a it's a great like credit to you guys as well it's like i appreciate it's it, a bro. good podcast i don't know if like people say that all the time but like it's yeah. it's, it's enough time for me it. to just tune in like i'm on my drive to work is about 45 minutes yeah. so like you know sometimes i listen to it then and yeah. even just sometimes like i've just tuned into your one from last night uh, from the oh, night before like the recent um, one with Jose yeah Jose yeah, so right. I, yeah. I just finished so I, my drive from Aaron's house home I listened to the first 15 <laughs> minutes or whatever oh nice so no, it, it, it's good thank you it's, yeah. it's, it's been good man and I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to and like yeah, like literally last night we were helping like a new startup helping them set up because yeah. oh, I knew exactly right. yeah. how hard it is we don't know I didn't. I was trying to figure this stuff out so yeah. when I came in literally plugged play got some, got some audio stuff from Kmart you know just yeah, little, yeah. little pieces here and there Got him set up in like literally 10 minutes and then we did a practice one because yeah. I, I, I wanted to get him comfortable speaking yeah. and stuff like that. So it was yeah. one of those things like I'm happy to share that and I'm glad I, I was he able to do that. He went out of his way. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> to, <laughs> shout out to those girls. They gave me a bottle of wine. I wasn't even expecting it. But yeah, it was, it was just cool, man, like helping people because yeah. people want to start shit. Like yeah. people do and it's one of those things like mm. your ability or your lack of knowledge shouldn't 
stop you because oh, for sure. you were we were all like that. We didn't we yeah. didn't know how to do anything. I didn't know how to do this shit. Yeah. But like we had to figure it we wanted yeah. it that much we had to figure it out. So yeah. I think before like we sign off because we're yeah. Um, we're making sure we're on time here now, yeah. from now on. Um, <laughs> Part two's coming. Yeah. Part yeah. Two's, it's on the um, yeah, like why did you, like why are you doing what you're doing? Oh, but please share that. What's in there? Like, I know everyone's like, I want to help people, but like what's that drive that like... Honestly, it's simple. I'm happy. It makes you happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. happy. So that's the selfish reason. Yeah. Everyone has that. Like, like me, I'm I happy. love helping yeah. people. Yeah. I'm happy, bro. Like... Like I could have done, I could have done anything after uni, yeah. whatever it was. And I'm, I always work in the moment where I'm happy. Yeah. Because if you talk to me a year from now, I might be, I might be a teacher. I might yeah. be, I might be teaching high school. Yeah. Mm. But if you ask me if I'm happy, then I say yes, then I'm, I've succeeded. Yeah, hundred percent. But bro. I think that's yeah. that's a big thing I do. But it's also helping people, like you said, um, helping people is a big part yeah. of what I do. And um, so I you know get that fulfillment. Yeah. Hopefully that that kind of comes through and people notice that. And like this is this is just I'll, I'll reach out to people out there if you're listening now and you need help with music or anything creative. DM just, just us, DM him, yeah, like, DM the guys out bless and like just yeah. We're not gonna buy it. Like that's nah. the thing, man. Like mm-hmm. we we do want to help people. Yeah, and, and obviously like stuff like that is it's never the issue with with money and stuff. If you want to come in and just sit down and talk about music and you just yeah. want to consult. Or like just life in general. Like yeah. I'll, 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 I'll happily help out. It's just like the like-minded people. Like there's mm. very few. It's like when you find someone, you just fucking yeah. hold on to them because it's like the world's hard. What we're doing is yeah. hard. It's like we want to hold on to those people. So yeah. yeah, we were taught to, you know, do it ourselves. Yeah. Be alone, you know. Yeah, figure it out on ourselves. It out that's ourselves. like, bro, like that's the wrong but mindset. There's, there's think, like yeah. people out there that are willing mm. to help. And I think if you're happy, you know, it's, you know what I mean? Like We're happy. I'm, you're happy. I'm happy that you're here. Do you know I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's pretty you guys with the podcast. Like you guys are happy doing it. Yeah. It's, it's not like you're, you never were like, yeah, oh, it's I'm like, like. It's like you slog sh- work out like yeah. Monday to Friday and then you come here, it's, it's extra work, but we don't, this yeah. is what we want to do. Yeah. This is what we like, love, bro. It's a hobby now. It's a hobby now. This it's is legit what we do on like a day-to-day. We love these, people. <laughs> yeah, this is, oh man, like pr- pretty much last night before yeah. you showed up, I was saying, I'm like, what we're doing right now is, is like a topic for the for a mm. podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one of those things. You just have a conversation, bro. But great story. We've got to wrap up now. But Absolutely. great story, yeah. bro. Easy. There's definitely going to be a part two. Yes, um, sure. Incredible yeah. story. Whether it's on here or here, on wherever. One, yeah, like exactly. We'll yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean, bro. Like, thanks for sharing. A lot of people are going to get so mm. much from this. Appreciate um, it. Appreciate you it. Wanna, you plug in your social. Did you want to plug the social? Oh yeah. Um, let's just go. I'll just go my Insta. Sure. Um, just Kim underscore is where I'm at on Insta yeah. and White Canvas is whitecanvas.collective yep. and um, that's just yeah that's the plugs we'll, for there we'll plug it all into the description yeah. but again thanks f- thanks for coming Thank on board today it. time goes quick yeah, yeah it, it this is an hour but yeah hope you guys got a lot out of that um, yeah. thanks again to Kim for coming down but um, yeah we'll wrap up now and, and we'll take it thank offline but thank, thank you all for listening thanks, take care. Bye. see ya bye